Welcome to Music Vibes. In this podcast, we talk about everything related to being an upcoming artist. I'm Santini. I'm an artist, singer, songwriter, entrepreneur, and music promoter. And every episode, we have a new topic and a new guest. Subscribe to Music Vibes on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, and Audio Mac. Let's groove on. Hey, I'm here with Nana Kwame, also known as Nokus from YFM, one of the biggest radio stations in Ghana. Welcome. What's up, everybody? Hey. Yeah, what's up, Senti? Yes, it's so good that I have you on right now because, you know, we have been uh, introduced to each other beginning of last year, before I came to Ghana. And uh, I'm telling you, you have been my rock here in the music scene, <laughs> really. Wow, thank uh, you, thank you, thank you for having yes. me too. Yes, really. In every I day. guess it's about time I got on your podcast too. <laughs> yes, I'm really happy because um, yeah, we have, we have been planning and doing a lot of things. We've been on a karaoke show with uh, because of you on TV, performed at the YFM Awards. I mean, all these things. Um, that's why I say connections are so thank important. You, thank so thank you for that. What thank a pleasure. You. I mean, why not? <laughs> <laughs> When you see good talent, you just want to give it a chance. Oh, thank you so much. I really appreciate it. So for everyone who listens in and who is um, who doesn't know, you know, who's internationally, doesn't know what YFM is, YFM is a big radio station, like hundreds of thousands of people listen to it. I don't know how many people you have listening. It's like our millions. Uh, of right. Um, okay, so basically, we say he has... He has a critical mass of mm-hmm. the youth in Ghana because mm-hmm. currently is in three regions and it was the first mm-hmm. station to do that fully, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, that has a critical mass of the youth of the nation. Mm-hmm. Now, it also came up at a good time where the youth needed a radio station that could cater to its needs. Mm-hmm. So, um, 13 years ago, it was my pleasure to have a chance at writing um, the blueprint, if you want, for a radio station that was going to cater for the to the youth of the nation. Because uh, there was the, the, there was that thing, there was the need for that. You know, every urban center, I believe strongly, deserves you know a place where the youth especially, and all the different people that have come together. You know, urbanization is about people from different backgrounds mm-hmm. that have come together to be able to unite and speak easy. Usually traditional radio doesn't provide for that because traditional radio is doing a whole lot of things, politics, sports, that, 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 that. so there's not enough time, especially for the fun and entertainment part, yeah. which YFM came to do. So it, it caught on like wildfire, Based on the success of it in Accra, we went to Takrade, then we went to Kumasi, you yeah. know. So, yeah, I sit probably as a culture curator because I kind of had this programming that I had been working on that I believe because the programming for YFM had not really worked in, in Ghana. Every time uh, that type of station comes up. And the truth is, 
radio itself, private radio has not been in Ghana for too long, let's say. Mm -hmm. Everything was publicly owned? Uh, or like 20, 25, 25 years, thereabouts, you know, it was only the state-run radio stations until there was freedom. Yeah. So radio itself hasn't been... Yeah, so I, I was wondering because uh, you're talking about that new type of, uh, like for that type of radio. So you mean like new genres because you told me that you have basically paved the way in the music industry for a lot of names that we see as big names now, such as Shatawale and, you know, by uh, making sure that dance hall, for example, is being played on the radio. So, how how was that? How is it to open up a whole new genre? Yeah. Yeah, like what I'm saying is, so what was happening was the traditional radio, although radio itself hadn't been around for too long, the traditional radio only had as much space for only as many artists. Mm. You understand it. They, they were not into, so there was a need for a proper radio station that had, you know, um, what is the word that had respect and had money to it, mm -hmm. you know, uh, to run that agenda. It was full-time music. That's what, if there's a lot of music, that's when you, you can go to radio and they're doing so many other things, chasing after the president, they're doing this. Mm -hmm. Finance minister, all of that, all of that work going on in a radio station like that. There's not a chance. So, urban music radio, as practiced by YFM, is what gave a voice to a lot of these artists were known as underground artists because the traditional radio that they couldn't soak all of those names up. Only mm -hmm. few that came up and had some big names behind them, backing them, were the ones that got radio airplay because there was only as much airtime mm -hmm. for that much exploring the music. But when the radio station came and it was all about the music, mm -hmm. you know, there's so much airtime for that. And so much, yeah, a lot of names can be put in that incubator mm -hmm. and grow from there. So that's what's really changed the music scene in the last couple of years. So YFM is 13, it's gonna be 13 this year. I'm almost 13 because I started work way before the station itself came up. That brings, that that also makes me want to ask the question that, mm -hmm. okay, so if it's been 13 years of revolution and we've seen such much progress, why are we already clamoring for Grammy? It's not easy. <laughs> Grammy, <laughs> yes, Grammy doesn't Grammy, easy. Everyone is you talking understand? about that. I'm, they... <laughs> I'm almost like, what impudence? Listen, yeah. the Grammy is a big deal it's such a big deal that you need to get your stuff right as an industry, for, industry you know, here. yeah yeah you need to get the things right but um ghana music as it sits have we gotten it right mm. you know there's a show of talent there's been some you know some tenacity there's been some gains a lot of gains inside these past 13 years mm -hmm. i must say but the question is, is it good enough? Does it count? Not ready for the for the Grammy? That's the question. I'll okay. I'll say no. I'll say and why? I'll say we're not we're not ready yet. Because um, yeah, we've shown all the tenacity. A lot of us even are surprised at how soon you know all these doors started opening. You know, we've coupled with social media 
you know, yeah, it was things were going to open up. Mm-hmm. But things are opened up. I opened up, but the question is, um, are we putting in the real work? Mm-hmm. Right. We've shown, we've shown promise. We've shown tenacity. We've shown we could do it. There's been a few times that we've really done it and it sounds good and all that. But um, generally, yeah. the question is, is there, do you feel there is a buzz for excellence going on in Ghana. in Ghana right about now? No. And that's what brings in the Grammy. Mm-hmm. You, you make what you have excellent. Yeah. Now, we have a system where people are staying relevant by wild stories. Mm-hmm. You know, that's how people are staying relevant, yeah. by wild stories continuously. Do you understand? That, that's not Grammy. Grammy is not, what's the word? <laughs> I know that. That's not, that's not Grammy. No. You understand that? So um, I think we're asking ourselves the, real, the wrong question. Like, oh, I, our art is not on Grammy. We, we have a lot of countries here in Africa. Mm-hmm. How many of the countries are on there? They all have artists. Yeah. You know, but who's really working it? Yeah. I can tell you, for example, that our music is not really grounded. Mm-hmm. With my experience, there is none or very few of these big name Ghanaian artists that really know the history of Ghana music Ah. Mm. and are building on it. No. Mm. I'm sure for most of them, if you ask them to give you some of the old school names, just the names, they might not be able to give you more than five. And if you ask their music itself, that's another thing. You don't grow, you don't grow nowhere if you don't, understand your roots mm. so you, you think the history and celebrating also the ones that right before you need to understand your sound yeah what what makes up your sound what has happened before mm-hmm. how did it make moves mm-hmm. then how can you bring that to modern terms mm. and work on it you can just pick sounds from around and work on it, it, it it's not founded it's not grounded do you think that happens you in Nigeria that a, that a whiskey and a burner boy that they really go back into like Filakuti or you know those kind that's, of that's exactly what I'm talking that, about. That they built, yeah. That's exactly what I'm talking about. Your music has to be founded because the Grammy is about originality. Yes. You understand, and if you're not bringing anything original, and the only way you can get your original self is to build on what has happened before. Mm-hmm then you can understand what your future will be. But also, I have a question. But is, is it also so, because that's what I heard a little bit while being here the last couple of months from people in the industry here, that, that um, like, for example, South African music is really being played here in Ghana and Nigerian music as well, but vice versa, this is not the case. There's not a lot of Ghanaian music in, in South Africa or in Nigeria. Why is that? Is there a certain lack of, internationalism or wanting to go out there um there there are a lot of reasons for that there are a lot of reasons for that but it it includes what i'm talking about Mm -hmm. if you take south african music you can feel a proper south africanness in it something 
that is very South African. You feel it. Yes. But Ghana music, we're doing all types of things. We're mixing and blending all types of flavors. We've not really gone down to find a certain flavor that's purely and properly Ghanaian and enhanced it to make it sound good today. That's exactly what I'm talking about. One of, first of all, when people do that, when you do that, then people start recognizing that you have something there and they want to know more from mm -hmm. where you, what you have. Mm -hmm. So that's not, that's not happening. Secondly, we are not making moves like they're probably making moves. And what kind of moves are that then? Like, like Nigeria, Nigeria make moves. Like in Ghana, one of the very big reasons why Nigeria music got popular here is for Charterhouse and uh, yeah, the presence of Charterhouse all these years. Mm -hmm. and Charterhouse is partly Nigerian mm -hmm. and they found a way to be one of the biggest production houses in Ghana yeah. and by so doing found a way of pushing a Nigerian music agenda mm -hmm. all throughout these years they brought in Nigerian artists they have like six concerts in a year different concerts from comedy to everything all pushing Nigerian artists they work with radio stations when they're doing this when they're doing that with a radio station you have to play the music from this artist. You know, sometimes people don't look at things from that angle. Mm, true. That is how the penetration works. With South Africa, naturally, I think it's from those apartheid days we had that mm -hmm. solidarity with them. Their music got to us. That, mm -hmm. you know, painful music with that pain in it and all of that. So we know the sound. So even if it's refreshed and Mid morning, you can cling on to it easily. I don't see so, South Africa really so, making. But why is it not vice versa? I don't understand. Then we have like Ghanaian in Ghana, you've adopted it from South Africa, but not the other way around. What is that difference? Yeah, yeah. what I'm saying is who, who who's pushing the Ghanaian agenda in South Africa? Yes, and in Nigeria and in all those other countries, and you know. That's what I'm, that's what I'm saying. So if nobody's pushing it. Mm -hmm. Then how do we expect results? Yes, exactly. So these are the critical questions that we should be asking ourselves. Yes. yes. All the artists, all the big artists today, let's, let's just be real. None of them, like they say in the States, goes back to the hood. Mm. Like once they make it, they cut links with all the people that they knew all the godfathers that used to give them advice and speak to them and all of that, they cut links with all of those people. You don't, you, you don't become successful and all of a sudden know everything yeah. and have no need for people who you know knew a lot and give you nuggets of knowledge when you were coming up. Yeah. And all of a sudden, they become nothing and all their knowledge is trashed. And because you're bigger, you have more numbers on social media and everything, mm -hmm. they, they mean nothing no more. That's, that's one of the behaviors of Ghanaian artists. In that way, you cut a lot of knowledge that can help you towards Grammy. Because all these people, we cut across a whole wide range and we have different understandings of the original music that can get you there. So that's one of the, that's a, one of the things that our artists are doing wrong. Mm. And it cuts across most of them. I just put a post out on yeah. Facebook saying that that they, you know, excuse me to use the word, shitted on all the people that used to help out. 
there is content here. There is people with knowledge enough that can say, oh, at this point in the beat, do it like this. Or I know this guy that can master this beat to this level and all of that. But because you've broken links with all of those people, you're not connected anymore. So you are losing out on, now you're left to what you know to do and what people will add to it. The new people that you've met right now will add to it and all of that. But most of these new people you've met are not originally Ghanaian. And they don't understand things from a real Ghanaian perspective. These people that used to advise you and give you drops of knowledge mm -hmm. earlier saw what was in you coming up. Mm -hmm. And they knew where things could go. That's why they gave you. They were under no you know, obligation to help out or even spend your time on your music and tell you a thing or two or give you a platform. They were under no obligation, but they did it because they understand something, they saw something, and they, they saw you had the voice to move forward and they push you. Yeah. But now you go there and you cut everybody out and forget about everybody. You yeah. won't grow. The music will... It, it will stagnate. It will be the same. Yeah. Another example, some of the things that are not making the music grow. Yeah, another example of what is not making the music grow. Even before COVID, Ghanaian artists with their newfound fame all of a sudden became overly expensive. Now, if you become overly expensive, nobody can afford you. Mm -hmm. You don't get shows. You get a few shows. Some international companies come once in a while. A few shows. No, nothing is happening. There's not a scene. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. The music stagnates. It's like, yeah, because they're not really before, like, okay, now it's COVID time, but still, also in December yeah. when there was still, uh, like, there was a lockdown in that period. You go, yeah. So that, yeah. that feeling was there before. They were growing and all of a sudden they became too big for their own good. So all of a sudden they felt like mm -hmm. the average Nigerian artist, they felt like the average American artist, I should be able to call $50,000. I should be able to call 100000 No, we're just growing. Mm -hmm. All these changes happened in the last 13 years. You don't, you crawl first before you start walking. You just don't. Do uh, artists now that have that fame uh, in Ghana, do they, um, like, how could they make sure that, you know, or, or should other industry people do that to make the groundwork in those other countries to really have a presence there um, before that they can, yeah, charge even those kind of... Yeah. Okay, so, like I said, the other people who can probably do these things have been shitted on, put on coat. They probably will not move a muscle. Like, let me give you an example. I had, uh, 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 um, by virtue of YFM, we had links with Rhythm, which is in five states in Nigeria. Now, my first time I visited, Tawali was just coming up. I went there with, um, what you call it? I went there with about 20 songs, trying to say, oh, it's a new Ghanaian artist, right? Okay, so I gave it to them. Whether they were going to play it or not, that's another thing. That's me working and massaging the system. But people like us have links. That's what I'm saying. People have been shitted on. Yeah. That could even help all those progress. All of those things happen. You understand? So, um, uh, uh, and I came back, I was still saying, I came back not too long after that. 
Shatawali disrespected me in front of the whole stadium. So imagine what work I had started for him on rhythm. I'm going to stop. I'm not going to continue that work. He probably, if that didn't happen, he probably would have had yeah. been heard about in Nigeria a long time ago. You understand? Because I was doing work. I had mm -hmm. taken out of, he didn't even know about it. But out of pushing the agenda, that's what I'm saying that if there's disrespect and all these artists are behaving like they know it all, they know more than even as they came to me. It's, it's true that artists have been, you know, down trodden in Ghana for some time, but it's not my fault. It's not, you know, and the change, the necessity now, the power has come back through some of the hard work we have done at Wire. The power has come back to artists. Because first, before you could have your music played, you needed big people around you. Yeah, you understand? to get radio play. We are the one that broke that jinx and had anybody and everybody at all. Hey, email us your music. Send us through WhatsApp. You know, mm -hmm. you didn't need any connections to get on radio. Yes. You understand? We changed all of, all of that. So if you have problems with people, don't put everybody in a box and yeah. disrespect everybody. And you, you understand? There's been bad time for artists. It's inside these 13 years that the tides has changed for artists. Before these years, well, like I was saying, when regular traditional radio, that was when Payola was big. Yeah, Payola, Payola was really big. And so it was big people who had money that had paid to radio DJs mm -hmm. that had. So if you're an artist coming from them, yeah. you could get play. Yeah. You, yeah. Could, you could get play. But we've changed that. That's how come individual artists now became strong on their own. We started making money without all the big people. So first, before you become big, you have a lot of big people. They charge for your events. They take and give you what they want. You know, that was the system that was happening before. So we've kind of YFM, and I personally fought that battle because my bosses didn't know about underground and everything. I, it was my personal struggle, and I took advantage that a radio station came up. And I, I put I put it to I put that agenda to work and it's it's brought a lot of benefit. But mm. the artists became too big all of a sudden. So if you're charging a lot and event organizers can't afford you, they do shows, they realize that all oh, the money went to you, they got nothing, mm. everybody's gonna stop and it's gonna look like there's nothing happening. Mm -hmm. You don't get a chance to go, you can only perform in front of your mirror or whatever. You know, you don't get a chance to own your mm. but if there's a scene, if artists are affordable and people are going around back and forth. Even your back and forth, that yes. practice, 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 even makes your craft good. It makes your singing good because there's a lot of work going on. You're, you, you know, that's when you have a scene. But we don't, we stopped having a scene, you know, just like five, six years into YFM's work because all the big artists came up and now they were started calling crazy money. And even YFM as a radio station, were not able to afford the We that fought, their battle for them, we're not even able to afford it. So many artists, also upcoming artists that listen to this, don't understand it, that it's an industry. It's not just you doing your thing. You represent a country. There's a whole lot of you to watch out for one another. It's not just you. Yeah, that's, that's the truth. Do you think there is a way to like fix it in a way? Like what would do we, what could people do now, the upcoming artists that are here in Ghana now? Um, to, to make sure that we that, that Ghana gets Grammy ready? Well, 
to get Grammy ready, emphasis should be put on mm -hmm. the quality of music. It's to the world. You see, you can play music that will sound good to Ghanaians by virtue of, you know, where the words that we know, how some sounds that we know and stuff. But mm -hmm. there is music that cuts across. But it yeah. starts from knowing yourself, your original sound, and creating something good out of it. Because you, you can't go and do, I'll do the Jamaicans exactly how they put their beats together. They've been doing it for how many years? You can't go and do, I'll do the Americans with their type beats, their hip-hop R&B. There should be some Ghana beats that you have, you must have owned and make it so internationally appealing. And it takes work. Work on your sound, your delivery, your quality, everything. That's what it is. It's not the wild stories and just insulting anybody that you can, disrespecting anything and everything, you know, that kind of lifestyle. That's not, that's not the lifestyle. I don't know where they're copying it. And that's, that's one of the sad things. I'm one of the proponents for dancehall in Ghana. I've actually helped make dancehall what it is in Ghana today. But, you know, one of our things that we were praying for is that we only yeah. take the positives of out of dancehall and, and make it, for example, the violence part yeah. has not really come here, and we are thankful for that. The unnecessary controversy part, that's what we've taken over and, you know, it, how many Grammys go over there? You understand? With all the noise and everything. That's, so it's still a subject of looking at the quality. It's quality music that gets rewarded at, at um, 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 Grammys. And if you take Whiskey and Burner Boy, Angelique Kijo, who won last year. I imagine Angelique Kijo was a Ghanaian lady that that one and dedicated it to Burner Boy. Do you know the insults that she would have faced? Do you know the insults they would fry her because oh you are Ghana, Ghanaian instead of mentioning a Ghanaian artist, you've gone to mention a Nigerian. Doesn't she have artists in the country? Did you hear anybody insult her? That's not that's not what quality music is. It's not just being insulting. That that that's not it's nothing. I don't know what people want, what quality people want to get out of that. Yeah, that's cheap. To insult is easy. Um, mm -hmm. What do they say? They say power is nothing without control. We all have power to insult or do yeah. any unnecessary thing. But where is the control? The control is what makes it sensible to yeah. know when to talk and when not to talk. You understand? The banter is too much. It's not everything that has to be followed. It's not everything you understand. And people are using critical hours and there's 24 hours in a day if you're going to spend it on gossiping and all of those nonsense you're not you are not yeah, it's the same 24 hours that you need to make your music good so are we are we really putting in work that's the question are we really putting the work that deserves grammy or do we think by virtue of just being Ghanaian, we should we deserve a grammy yeah, people need to hear this because it, it's so important and and um and it's very easy to become entitled, especially if you have a big audience of people, fans, um, and think and you already are rolling with all the other artists from all those countries, you know. And of course, every artist in its own right is 
amazing as they are and and do their thing but the in the, the people behind you the industry the people that connect that got you put you on that is the real foundation so i think yeah what you said is is, is very very yeah, there's one thing that you said as well that they should uh, look at yeah. that it's an industry it's not just about you so yeah. we should be watching for the growth of each other it shouldn't be your growth alone you shouldn't be looking at mm-hmm. uh, myself and what i can can do you know sometimes even for artists that like old artists that want to come back you can transfer your knowledge and stuff to a younger artist to do there's nothing wrong with a new name coming to do what you wanted to do maybe your name is not flying again no matter what you do but there are things that you know that you can empower a young artist with mm. that can and that's that's the kind of thinking that we should have that's when we all grow together and get there let me give you an example Banner Boy's mother, Banner Boy's mother was that's on Fellas you, team, right? Why, oh wow, that that so explains a whole lot. Yeah, she was she was on Fellas management team at the time. So 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 my my take is that you don't know more controversy than her. If it was important, yeah, that's where she'll be pushing her son on. You hear him yeah. just being unnecessarily controversial. No. He understand, but is he doing that? No. Is he working hard at quality? Do you see, do you feel when he gets on stage, do you feel that this guy has a mission and he's here to yeah. please you musically? Do you feel it? That's, yeah. that's real, that's true. And that's what you work hard as an artist. It's a mission. It's, it's, it's not just something that was going to make your name big and be in the sky or something it's a mission to send the messages across to be able to give people certain um moods and stuff at certain time mm-hmm. are you doing it to the best of your ability are you using the best mm-hmm. of your voice on your on the on your worst day on stage what are you able to pull out of yourself are you taking the people for a ride are you trying to be slick? You understand, or are you about real music? And, and one example too was like, is like uh, the everything, everyday things that we do that we don't like. For example, who do we award locally? How heavy is our award uh, shows? The aim of an award show is to give the best, so that next year, before somebody takes over, that person does better than the best. And the next person, next year, the, the year after, yeah. does better than that. That's when the music goes up. But if you give awards to anybody at all, what do you do to bring the standards low? Or anything, if anything. Some people don't even have to do too much to do better than the person who won the award the year before. You know, so is our, our award, our, our, are we giving the awards to the right people who really deserve it, who have worked hard, who who feel international. That's where you're going to go from. But if we are not working at that and we are giving awards to anybody and everybody at all, and, uh, you know. There is, there is hope in the sense of if we, or if here in Ghana, we focus on excellence and, uh, and it's, it's a team effort. So it's a whole transformation 
everyone has to be willing to go through starting with artists themselves as well to look in the mirror and 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 be like okay am i here on a mission so i think for all upcoming artists that listen to this this is so important so for in every country by the way wherever you're listening from um you know it's not about you it's about the community and who you do it for and your fans and i mean it's a group thing if you didn't have people listening to the music um you know or people putting you on there wouldn't be anything so thank you so much see see, see what pr banner boy does if he was inward looking see mm-hmm. how, how he talks about ghana when he has a chance or even with that shows you how open they are they're not just looking oh nigeria people will kill but me for saying god lives in labor should be shouldn't be afraid of no. what people then say about yeah that's, okay that's okay yeah that's what that I'm saying that being real at the end of the day just being yeah. it's not just being trying to keep up appearances and everything it's being real that's how you feel. I, I want to thank you for this because I want to round it up because or else the podcast is going to be super, super long. But we are going to, I'm going to get you, you on a couple yeah. more times because you know so much. We have to do like three hour podcasts and, and it's just intriguing and I don't, I don't even want to stop, but um, let's really get back very soon. Okay. <laughs> thank you so much. Thank you for listening to Jungle Music Vibes the podcast for upcoming artists next episode we will have another artist or expert talking about you know helping you out with your journey if you want to be a guest send an email to music at jungle.app which is j-u-n-g-o dot a-p-p or go on our instagram jungle underscore app And of course, you can also follow me at Santini Music on all social platforms. S-E-N-T-I-N-I Music, Santini Music. See you next episode.